0: Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast about us, trash ch- talking children.
1: Yeah, this is we've taken a new niche because you know it's like it was too broad. PJ party, what even is that? Yeah, right. It just we talk about things in Victoria. Who cares?
0: Yeah. You know, now
1: people- this is this is a very specific podcast.
0: Yeah. Because like, you know how you put those podcast recommendation questions out to your friends yeah. and you're like, I need a podcast and you're not being specific enough. Okay. Yeah. Well now you can go, I need a podcast where people just... Trash talk children for yeah. being little shits Yeah, yeah. Where can I find it? Well, it's the PJ party. This is a PJ
1: party—that's what it is now. And send us videos of your kids, and we'll just shit all over them.
0: Yeah, we'll be like, fuck that
1: kid. Bring him over to the house, even. Yeah. Oh my god, you don't hate children any more quickly than when they just come in your house. All of a sudden, there's a child in your house, and they're wrecking <laughs> shit and Get out! jumping up and down on things, chewing we'll like them away. Beat it! Oh, I've got a specific broom. It's it's like too hard for sweeping. It's for chewing children. <laughs> Just kidding. I love uh, kids. Kid, <laughs> <laughs> really, what, what is, no, this, what is no, this about? Okay, what um, are you about?
0: Oh, no, I just, um, my friend sent me a video of uh, a child, like, being really annoying. And because, um, you know, yeah, you have, like, a few groups of friends where you just, like, only send memes to each other. Yes. So we send memes about like relatable content and Uh, then she goes ahead and sends me this like three minute video of this little girl being like, I had a perfect attendance pencil and I wanted but I couldn't find my perfect attendance pencil, which is the only pencil I turned in. So I had to take somebody else's pencil because somebody and I know who stole my perfect attendance pencil who didn't even earn one because they were in Canada. And everyone was like, oh, she's so cute. I can't wait to have kids. And I can't wait to have a kid like this. Oh, my dream. And then I saw this kid on um, Ellen. And everyone's praising this kid for this annoying bratty behavior. And I don't like it.
1: What is with Ellen loving bratty kids? Because I immediately thought of, have you seen the video? We'll insert this into, of that girl. And she's like, I'm bad and bougie. And then she makes that noise oh, or whatever yeah, yeah. like that.
0: I'll cute
1: and I'm so What is, I was like, okay, Cardi B can, but this site <laughs> is very obnoxious. Uh, this, I think, started because Jay the Cobra, who mm. you know, who works here, uh, has a very sweet uh, what is he, two years old now, I guess? Yeah. And uh, he said to you one day, bye, bitch! <laughs> did that actually happen
0: yeah well i mean accidentally yeah (laughs) Yeah. he like doesn't know how to say like full words yet um and he and jade was like say bye to your uncle say bye to uncle jenny (laughs) and he was like bye bitch (laughs) i was like did you just say bye bitch to me you're gonna have a word with me over here (laughs) in private uh that kid is actually really cool there's some dope kids out there but you the idea for the kids, podcast yeah. is, like, take a kid, like, Home Alone kid, Macaulay Culkin, yeah. as a kid, and this, just oh, trash this, talk it. Oh, this it. is
1: legit an idea for a podcast you had. Just, just you <laughs> would legit would say shitty things about children.
0: Yeah, I just, like, wouldn't have them there, but, right. like, yeah, the kid from Macaulay Culkin. Maybe That's a good from- idea, because
1: he's already grown up, so if yeah. he listens to it now, he'll be okay. But, like, if you should talk a kid who's a kid now, and then they grew up to listen to it, <sighs> do you think they would be happy What's sad about that?
0: I think probably sad. I, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't actually recommend this behavior at all. Right. Um. I just thought it was funny that there is no podcast about shit-talking kids. Oh, is there not? <laughs> or, like, parents that come together and just, like, shit-talk their kids and get it off their chest, you know?
1: That would be really, yeah, that would be a refreshing thing I for to do. I think it would be really do. refreshing. Be honest, for once. Yeah. Um, I know, it's such a weird thing. I'm, you know, staunchly just, like... uh I don't know. I, I just, like, I don't have anything to relate to children with. I'm so bad at hanging with children. I'm surprised that you don't
0: have anything to relate with with children. I know. You like I know Lego.
1: That. I love Lego. Well, this is it. I, I like one child, and it's my nephew, and I really enjoy hanging out with him, and he's really funny. Oh, And, sweet. you know, it's like, and I get, all of a sudden, I hung out with him for just a bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm that annoying uncle or parent who tells you the cute things. That their child does. And I was like, oh, I guess that's a universal thing. You just hate children. And I've heard this before, too. It's not your child that's difficult. It's all the other children you got to fucking deal with. Mm -hmm. That, I think, would be the worst part of being a parent. Is, like, you've poured all this time and energy and raised your child, like, as carefully as humanly possible. So they're not an annoying brat. And they don't... You don't hate your own obnoxious (laughs) douche of a child. And then... They go out into the world, and other parents have not done a good job as you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you got to
1: bring these other colossal brats into the house. Yeah,
0: yeah. What? A, oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that part of parenting, where you have to uh, deal with other children as well. Oi, oi.
1: And you got to talk to other parents that you have nothing in common with other than, like, You happen to have children at the same time. Yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, socially, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. I just have mad respect for for parents, man. I don't think I could do it.
1: You gotta wear clothes all the time? As far as I understand, you can't be sitting around in your underwear when you get kids in the house, can you?
0: Maybe. Is that a weird scarring thing? Good point. I think the one time I accidentally saw my dad naked and I was like, And I cried.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. did it was you cry? Why, yeah, Why was... did you cry?
0: Because I was just overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. You were like, Dad, to you, gotta work he out. Freaked out.
1: you gotta You gotta he, take better he was care like, of yourself. No, dude. Jenny,
0: no. And I was like, No. Oh, no. I've done bad. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> How old were you? Um, maybe grade one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the time. That was the time. I did find out that my dad has a tattoo, though.
1: Where? What? One that you didn't know about? He
0: has a dragon tattoo.
1: Where? Can you say?
0: It's, yeah, he has a dragon tattoo over his hoo
1: <laughs> Like over top of it?
0: Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah.
1: Wow. Like in between like his deal and his belly button? Yeah. How big is it?
0: I don't know. I don't remember. I just know that he has it and that it was there. And I've confirmed later. I was like, you have a tattoo? He's like, yeah, I got a dragon right here. <laughs> We
1: gotta get him on the phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Seriously, the guy, I want to know more about your dad's dragon tattoo. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah, he has a tattoo. Yeah, that's a That's the only one.
0: Yeah, just one. What a choice! I know. I oh. actually want to talk to him more about that because he was shaming me for my tattoo. So. Was he? Yeah. He was like, "Why, <laughs> why that?"
1: <laughs> and you should have been like, "Why that?" Well, oh, yeah, why do you why, have a dragon? Why a dragon over your dick? <laughs>
0: Oh Dad? Uh, <laughs> well, He was born the year of the dragon, okay?
1: Oh, he's really into all that, isn't
0: he? Uh, he's a spiritual guy. Yes.
1: Okay, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, it's easy to be into that <laughs> shit when you're born in the year of the dragon. That's fucking sweet. And I was born in the year of the rat, so when am I supposed to get rat? A rat king! Yeah, I'm supposed to get a rat king tattooed on me. On your ass. Mm, great.
0: I was born in the year of the dog, which is just a treat, isn't it? It is. It its yeah, yeah, you're a nice little pupper. Yeah. Um. Okay.
1: Also, otherwise on uh, this week's pod, I just want to touch on it briefly here because we do touch on it a lot. I think as we follow the news with all the protests that have been going on and the uh, demonstrations and solidarity with these mm-hmm. indigenous groups, especially in Wet'suwet'en, who are trying to defend their land from uh, this uh, natural gas pipeline that's going through. Um, one thing that I don't think we've super said super clearly is. Well, number one, I just want to say that I'm thankful for all of this happening because it we do say this that it's been a massive learning experience mm-hmm. for me. I don't know if you found the same way. I know you've been doing like all kinds of researchy, mm-hmm. listening to things and stuff, haven't you? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely pushed me to be like, you need to know more about this because I, I mean, us being in the media, mm-hmm. we have a pressure to like talk about these sort of things. But I felt like I didn't know enough about the situation, and I felt really guilty about that. Yeah, and taking that guilt and then turning it into like education, I think, is the way to deal with it. Right? Like, if yeah. you're feeling guilty, find out why and like and figure out what's actually going on. And while I was digging in, I'm, I'm finding that like, oh, this is not just like one, one issue. This no. goes so deep into our history and it goes deep into like just the, um, what I found was interesting is like finding out about just like indigenous culture and like the dynamics in, in, in um, Like different, yeah, in in the culture in general, like the difference between hereditary chiefs and like elected, yes, uh, band members as well. And it's just like it was just like this huge web of things that I just kept on finding that I needed to learn more and more and more about. And I feel I still feel like I I don't know a whole lot about you know the inner workings, but um, it has pushed me to kind of strive to be more educated. Yeah. Which is, uh, I hope that the public is doing the same thing too, right? Um, if uh,
1: <laughs> if Facebook comments are anything to be uh, uh, believed, I would say no, they are not. They no. are just uh, angry that it took them slightly longer to get home one night or, or, or that their travel plans are disrupted or they're outraged that you know someone uh, couldn't get to work at the legislature or office or whatever.
0: Yeah. I think people think it's just about oil and it's not. It's no. not just about the pipeline going in. And there has been, you know, other offers to move it around whatsoever in land, mm-hmm. but um the LNG pipeline is doesn't want to spend the money to do that. Yeah. You know, there's there's been a yeah. Anyway.
1: It I know. It's it, it really comes down to um it's a human rights issue. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is like two sovereign nations at odds with each other. Um, but there are, like, specific rules in place. You know, there are agreements and and, and things that are happening here. And uh, Canada is going back on their own word, on their own laws even, mm-hmm. um, to what is essentially invading another sovereign nation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's not okay. Yeah. That's, if we did that to anywhere else in the world— You know, it's like that's a that's a war. That's a war-causing thing to do. That's not an all-right thing to do. It's a human rights issue. Yeah. And so, but because this is such a unfortunately maligned culture for so long, it's just like uh, "Eh, we're just going to do it. Hey, hey, listen, we got money. We've done it before.
0: Let's do it again. Like that. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's completely outrageous. But, anyways, that's why these protests are very, very important, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, you may, and I understand you may feel inconvenienced and you're like, they're not getting you on their side. Listen, this is the only possible thing they can do is cause economic and social disruption to bring attention to you, to the fact that this is happening. And maybe not so much public attention, mm-hmm. but like to our leaders. Yeah. Our leaders need to, you know, it's like hear the voices of these people. They also need to hear the, anger of the disrupted um, other citizens and uh, be like okay what we're doing here is not right and we need to do something to stop this
0: that's what a protest is and i feel like people are losing that right because they're like oh well because they're not being polite and they could just have a nice conversation um now i don't want to be on their side because they're disrupting my life it's like that's what a protest is yes the fact that you are talking about it and that your life is disrupted then that means that they're doing their job, yeah. and that is what protesting is. Yes, um, and it's the only way, unfortunately, that things actually get done. Yeah, really. If there, there's been, you don't think that they've had these conversations? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, really? Yes. You think it's gotten to the point where okay, now we actually have to physically show our support and show um, solidarity because. Using words is not working at this point.
1: That's right. Yeah, there needs to be actual disruptions, and that's that's very unfortunate. Yes, I agree. It's too bad that it's come to this. But uh, trying—you don't even have to support their position, Mm -hmm. but try not to like scream and yell about how it's uh, no good and how they're—you know—it's like oh, they're not getting me on their side. I'm so sorry, but this is what they really need to do. Again, this is another nation that has been wronged by ours and is you know having to deal with it now, and the only. Way that they can, unfortunately, and it, that isn't that the shame.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, so again, this isn't about you know, pipe this really isn't even a pipeline, no, issue. it
0: isn't. And it's like if you're for or against, actually, that doesn't matter right yeah. now. Yeah. This is the government breaking laws that they have created, this right. is corruption. This comes down to human rights yeah. and the government having using their power and using it against people that they're governing, like yes. it, the, it, it's corruption, yeah, it yes. doesn't have to do with the pipeline, really.
1: Yeah, and um, so anyways, yeah. there's there's lots to, <laughs> yeah, yeah so I know, we. I think we can both go on yeah. a lot, but, you know, I don't want to preach, certainly, mm-hmm. to people. I know that there's people who are listening to our radio show that are at odds with, you know, um, even us just uh, mm-hmm. showing even a small amount of support on the air. Um, but listen, um, truly, like, please do some research about it. Try to understand. I know it's one of those things you can dig in your heels and you can be political about this, and uh, is, is uh, you know try and say that this is a bad thing for taxpayers or I don't whatever yeah but please just do a little research before you dig into any side about this And what actually I f-
0: find helpful when, when you're looking for research too mm, yeah. is uh, people are actually like really open to answer questions mm. um i found like a few people come to me and ask questions like you're in the media let's let's talk about this i'm very yeah, confused on this yeah. subject let's talk um if you see anyone like posting online like for or against and you want to learn more about their side like Ask a question and and do it in a civil way without anger and you might learn something from someone. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the podcast that we've been listening to is Canada Land. Yes. Um, they have a, a few episodes now on um, what's going on on Wet'suwet'en land. So you can listen to those.
1: Yeah, because, so you, start. I, you know, I hate to sound like one of these conspiracy theory guys, but. I will agree that the the like mainstream media here in Canada is not doing a good enough job at covering yeah. this story.
0: You're finding like independent news sources are are really trying to share the stories, yeah. but um there's some blocking.
1: And and as much as I hate social media mm-hmm. for the most part, um I have found some really great um coverage on there. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind mean, of straight from the horse's mouth and all that. And again, it's from all sides, but uh, at least there it's like a little bit of a you can kind of sift through and and find the meat and the core of the matter, I find. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. It was, yeah, busy week in Victoria. And um, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, hope it's a cute one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It was a big night at the Oscars. Eminem performed Lose Yourself.
1: Yeah, that was quite the surprise. No one looked more shocked and Terrified than Martin Scorsese. Did you see that?
0: I did see that. And that guy probably loves mom Spaghetti. It's
1: probably the only thing he understood in the whole rap.
0: Oscars happened last night. I know there was like a big party attached to the Oscars as well, and you've been doing your research by yeah. watching all the movies. I
1: watched all the movies.
0: So did you find that because you watched the movies, it was like way more uh, interesting for 100%. you?
1: 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. And, um, can I tell you, so, last night, spoiler alert, Parasite mm-hmm. won the best picture, you probably know by now. Yeah. We watched Parasite, that was the last movie we had to watch, and we watched it like right before the Oscars, we like started it, and then we it ended, and then, okay, by the way, I stood up and I went, that's it, best picture, that's it.
0: Oh! I like,
1: called it, and then we drove immediately to our friend's house, Kirsten, who was throwing the party, and we watched the Oscars.
0: Yeah. Um, do you get anything because you called it? Like, did you put money on it or anything?
1: No. So there was, like, a pool, and, like, I had to fill out a thing, but there was a dude there who knew... So I, you know, I called all the big awards. I knew the actors yeah. and the supporting and the best picture, directing. I knew all of those. Whoa. But I didn't know any of the, like, the documentaries and mm. shorts and, like, you know, it's like, more technical stuff. So anyways, I lost it. But I did call... The, the guy who won it, he called for 1917. I called for Parasite. Anyways, I Woo! got that. Woo! I'm pretty nice. happy. Big one. But it was... It was rad. And if you haven't seen that movie yet, and I understand, like, of all the movies, it likely is the one that you're least likely to have seen because it's in Korean. And mm. that's what the big news is, of course, is that it's the first non English language film to ever win Best Picture. Yeah. But uh, it, I know it's, it might be tough in your head, like, oh, I gotta watch a foreign movie or like one with subtitles and whatever. I forgot about the subtitles almost immediately. I was so <laughs> drawn into what was happening in that mm. movie. It's funny until it turns, and then I was so stressed out by this movie and then it just gets like crazy at the end mm-hmm. and the entire thing is like it's this really poignant important message all wrapped up in this like comedy turn thriller it is wow. wild
0: amazing okay so the one thing that you're taking from it is everyone should go watch that movie
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're like, oh, it won Best Picture, should I really mm. watch this? Yes.
0: Okay. Like,
1: seek it out wherever it is and watch it, because it really is that good.
0: Um, I was just looking at the highlights, like I do for sporting events as well, um, and right. uh, Bong Joon-ho, the director, yeah. uh, everyone's giving praise to his interpreter, <laughs> first yes, of all, yes, she was yes. incredible too, um, but he just sounds like the funnest guy to work with, because yeah. like, his personality was just coming through so much, and I think my favorite line was was this at the end of his speech.
1: Thank you, and yeah. I'm ready ready to drink tonight, so (laughs) until next morning. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then I've been seeing a whole bunch of videos of him just partying with everyone. Yes. Looking like a great guy. Good. Deserved it.
1: (laughs) Well, good for Bill Gates, I guess. <laughs> because he just announced that uh, he's uh, got a new yacht.
0: Yeah, so it's a 860 million dollar hydrogen powered super yacht.
1: Now I'm just double checking that, but that's yeah. almost a billion dollar yacht, right? Yeah. Like I know he's worth many many billions of dollars, yeah. or a few billion dollars, but that's almost a, a full billion on just this yacht. Yeah,
0: that's a good chunk of his his money. Um, I have to say though, it looks a lot like the Cyber Truck, but on water <laughs> from. Uh, from elon musk but yeah yeah, so apparently it's a gas powered (laughs) ship it will emit only electricity and water um and uh, yeah so the world's first hydrogen powered super yacht so it's just a massive boat for himself and all of his friends which is interesting yes um i just like with these sort of things like yes it's gonna like when it's actually on the water it's not going to be as bad as like you know a regular yacht but i'm wondering like what kind of Like uh, production uh, that like would have to go into that, and what kind of emissions that would create when it actually comes to making this super powered yacht or whatever it's called yeah that's a good point you know like wouldn't it wouldn't it create a lot of emissions like actually building this thing isn't it better to just not have that (laughs) at all like do you need it i know how that yeah Yeah. exactly right
1: (laughs) like a billion like and look at when you read through the specs of it Mm -hmm. it's very luxurious yeah it is like it's a super yacht for sure as well as being environmentally friendly Mm -hmm. quote unquote but i just like and he's just going to have it. He just has it. This one guy with a billion dollar super guys is like, I, would, I could get more stoked about it if he was like, I developed this thing mm-hmm. and it's for me and it's awesome. But also other people get to use it. And not only that, but it is going to revolutionize the way that all yachts or boats or whatever are built. And mm-hmm. maybe that's hopefully what does happen. Mm-hmm. Right now, the rest of the like. Yachting industry is like look at We can do this on hydrogen We can have a really Really nice luxury yacht That doesn't That again like you said Only makes water And electricity And that's it mm-hmm. Maybe that's the good thing That comes out of this right
0: Yeah It's just interesting Because it only like Really like helps Like the billionaires And the millionaires In the world Because those are people Who have yachts right
1: <laughs> well, maybe we trickle down and then we'll have...
0: Nice ferries. Car- yeah, yes. ferries or even like
1: cars that run really efficiently on mm. hydrogen or maybe gondolas for us to take. <laughs> or I don't know. We've been talking about this for a long time, but it's like there's like this epidemic of phone scams going on across Canada, right? And the really, like, really bummer part of it seems to be that they continually... Target elderly people. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because they see them as an easy mark, or if they're the only ones with landline telephones still, or right. whatever the deal is. So this is this really great story that happened in Sanage. A ninety-year-old woman got called, mm-hmm. and uh, this person on the phone said that he was from the Regional Health Authority.
0: Oh, oh wow, sounds serious. Oh,
1: maybe I should listen to what this person has to say. And said that uh, you know you really should consider some uh, natural vitamin B pills. What? Right. Imagine you're 90 years old and someone from my very real sounding place, right? An authoritative yes. place that says the word authority right in
0: it. Recommending some obscure thing for you.
1: Right. You're really going to listen. So this quick witted 90 year old woman, she just goes, uh, natural vitamin pills? Aren't all vitamins natural? <laughs> and the guy panics and hangs up. And that was it. And that's it. Okay. And so she called the police <laughs> and told them about this and whatever. So... And this is really all it takes. And Mm -hmm. I've had that experience, too, where a fraudster or somebody will call me and I will ask a single follow-up question. And they are not like the average even telemarketer. They do not have a script you know, anticipating frequently asked questions for them to go to next. If you're not ready to go with your credit card number for them to scam you out of money, Mm -hmm. they panic and they don't know what to do on one follow-up. And they hang up the phone.
0: Yeah, any pushback at all is usually what it takes. So, I mean, maybe it's a good time to call your your older folks that are in your life and yes. maybe just like tell them to, to ask questions. Coach them up. Yeah, coach them up. Um, I also like w- another downside with all these scam uh, phone calls and everything is I I don't know if you're finding it the same. I'm not answering my phone ever. Oh, really?
1: Unless it's
0: uh, someone who's in my contacts. I'm finding that I'm less and less wanting to answer my phone because I just don't want to waste my time because it's usually a scammer. Like it happens every day, right? I love that's,
1: it. That's... I answer every single <laughs> call. Every call. I I On I no number, ooh, it's like a little mystery to me, right. like, who's this? And then I don't care. What are they going to do? They can't come through the phone and poke you.
0: And I guess the other side of that, too, is that you are wasting their time, which is a good thing. Exactly. Yeah, so maybe I should answer my phone a little bit more.
1: And, and I just time. love hollering baloney at them, <laughs> right? One. I'm like, this is a baloney! <laughs> Excuse for weirdos to talk to you,
0: though. Okay, okay, we're talking about, we'll bring everyone into this conversation, I guess. Okay, so uh, Brian Boitano is DJing at the kickboxing place that I go to, so I'm really excited for class tonight. And then Paul was saying that he wanted uh, Boitano to DJ at the uh, public swimming pool that he goes to.
1: Yeah, well, you're going to do your exercise, and you get to have sweet DJ Brian Montana play sweet music for you. And I have to go to the pool and not listen to that. Yeah. That's and not you, what you do? What you do? Puzzles on a whiteboard. <laughs> what? While you're in the hot tub. Yeah, my exercise night is about ten minutes of swimming laps, and then a good like hour hour forty of sitting in the hot tub. You look very young for a seventy four year old. I what? Oh, that's because that's what the old people do. That's funny. And they have a whiteboard with puzzles on it And then you You do the puzzles
0: Are those for you to do? Yes Okay
1: Not for children (laughs) Is that what you mean?
0: Not for children (laughs) He's pushing kids out of the way Saying not for children So you can do the puzzles on the whiteboard Yes Anyway, very excited to have you uh, Yeah, this will be really fun
1: Swimming is the only music
0: (laughs) 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 What? Goodbye Nice knowing you, Paul. Okay, Paul's actually left the studio now. He just took off his headphones <laughs> and stormed out. Okay. Well,
1: Valentine's Day is coming up, and we're certainly getting all excited and ready for it. I got a place where I can buy flower petals to spread across my bedspread. And Jen,
0: looks like you're drinking some champagne there. Is that right? Oh, actually, no. This is all the tears from my past lovers. Oh. Cheers. johnson street bridge and the bay bridge is uh closed um they're saying that they're going to be occupying the bridges until around seven or eight so
1: i know and i know this is really difficult and uh, please if you're stuck in it try and have some patience this is a very important to cause an issue to these people mm-hmm. like really really important and i know it's, it seems very like in, inconveniencing right now i get that But, uh, again, like, that's the only way to get this message across in a meaningful way. Otherwise, it just falls on deaf ears. I'm so Mm -hmm. sorry that this is the way. If it's annoying to you, then call on our leaders to do more and uh, to take a better initiative to begin with so we don't have to do this. That's Mm -hmm. what's up. OK, I know. I know. I know. And I know no, it's like, for saying why that. don't we why don't they do a protest that doesn't inconvenience people? They're not really getting people onto their side. I understand that. That's how I originally would feel about things like this. But it was explained to me by someone much smarter than myself <laughs> that it just I'm sorry, it just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You, it doesn't
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just goes away. Yeah. It's heating up.
0: <sighs> it is heating up in all Aspects of that (laughs) word, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Especially down at the legislature right now, I'm sure you have been seeing or have been hearing about uh, what is going on. Uh, The supporters of the Wet'suwet'en. solidarity that's going on right Mm -hmm. now and uh right now they have all of the entrances to the legislature blocked and uh there's just a lot of police Mm -hmm. down there there's a lot of of, uh, people in support and maybe a thousand people people there Yeah. yeah um so we're definitely keeping an eye on that today and we'll try and keep you updated as much as possible what's going down at the ledge and then also beyond that as well totally
1: It's a lot. Uh, From the news, uh, the the premier was talking about it. He says he's still hopeful that the pipeline can – or the the whole dispute, this entire dispute, which Mm -hmm. stems back to the premier resolved with the Setoitan – or, sorry, what hereditary chiefs and the proponents of the pipeline. He says, in the meantime, though, and this is a big thing, the people do have the right to protest, Mm -hmm. and the courts – however can define those limits so here's him talking about that i respect everyone's right to uh, lawful protest uh,
0: but when you're interfering with the uh, operation of the economy at the ports and uh, through the city here in the lower mainland i think that becomes a challenge and that's why injunctions were granted this weekend
1: so he says that the mm. uh, this issue, to put it mildly, is extremely complex mm-hmm. and involves conflicting views, and we know this too between uh, both elected and hereditary leaders. Um, so hopefully it can be resolved. But in the meantime, I think like it's, it's a major thing. This is yeah. massive. What's happening? This should be the biggest story across Canada at this moment, and best that we can do. Because look at. I was affected last night by the shutdowns of the bridge. I know a lot of people were, were affected. A lot of people mm-hmm. were angry about it or had a lot of stuff to say. Um, so however you feel about that, I think the best thing to do is just like, let's just have some patience and mm-hmm. let's just, you know, because otherwise you're just going to get mad and it's not going to really do anything. Mm-hmm. You're just heating your own brain up. Yeah. It's just all, let's all just be cool and hope that this gets worked out and, and hope that it can be. We just got this email that Western Speedway is looking for a new announcer for Saturday nights there at the Raceway. Yeah. Um, th- so I immediately just thought of you, Jen. I mean, we oh, all love you. our side hustles here, and um, I think this you would be great at this job. Well,
0: I am looking for a side hustle, yeah. so also hire me. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> all right, let's try it out here right now. Um, let's, just give me some like, classic if... Speedway, okay. Hornet Car action announcing. What's here? I mean,
0: I don't know if I have the chops for it, I don't have that, like low gravelly voice you but gotta I believe try. I gotta yourself kid. okay yeah maybe it's the confidence that i'm lacking here okay <laughs> the, here we go welcome to the dirt pile the grave digger mm-hmm. <clears throat> that hurts i don't think i could do that for more than five minutes all right well let's do
1: something then more in your wheelhouse like, like maybe you, like, like
0: soft and sexy so- yeah sex like up. sex i mean look, sex all, the
1: yeah sex sells everything you know, all the way right. down you know you oh, like even monster trucks yeah. yes mm-hmm. absolutely That's and, and revving engines
0: version. okay Um. Okay Oh this is a good name For a monster truck Are you ready boys Here comes Monster Mutt Dalmatian Make some Noise (laughs) I feel so uncomfortable With it Is that how you do sexy I don't know how to be sexy Actually it turns out Clearly (laughs) I don't think I'm gonna Get this job Thanks for believing In me though
1: Past tense believing
0: (laughs) He believed in me once Believed (laughs)
1: Well, Rage Against the Machine tickets go on sale tomorrow. And we hope you don't experience this kind of rage against the machine.
0: Okay, it's 11 o'clock. Going to buy the tickets. Okay, come on, internet. Let's go, let's go. No. No, come on. Come on.
1: Like misty rain mm. is, I don't know if it's worse or better than like a a downpour.
0: You know, I always struggle with that. I know. I mean, it's not a struggle, but um, yeah, I find that it gets everywhere, right? Because it's just kind of like floating in the air. You yes. can't like avoid it at all. It just gets on your face no matter what. You should what see Jenny when it's
1: just raining. She can avoid the droplets. She's so fast. I'm
0: really fast. Yeah, I'm really good at avoiding things.
1: This is like rainforest weather. This yeah. is like oh, I'm a. Ewok, I live in a rainforest. Good. How neat for me.
0: I need to wetten my skin. <laughs> wetten. <laughs> wetten it. <laughs> wetten. Are you talking about <laughs> Okay, Valentine's Day is this Friday. Getting prepared to swoon a sweetheart. Oh! Um, what do you usually do for Valentine's Day? Are you a gift giver? Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? If you're single, what do you do? Um, you're asking
1: a lot of questions here. You're really scattering. The... I
0: need a full full novel response, please. <laughs> Have it in by asking? Saturday morning.
1: All right. Can I tell you what? I am actually curious, too, because... We, you and I had a big fight today because uh, You don't want it to be like a Consumerism thing
0: Yeah I think that Valentine's Day has become like More about like give a gift to your loved one To show that you love them But I think that there's other ways that you can show That you love someone that doesn't involve Necessarily a gift that you buy at the store uh-huh. You know Putting a price on love I'm not super fond of that
1: Whereas I think a little gift is a niceness
0: yeah. A little little
1: baby boy gift, and so I want to know. But I also I like, don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. I never know what to do for Valentine's Day because do you go super cheesy and get the friggin' candy hearts and a rose Ugh. and all that? So my question, really, like I'm posting this directly to Zoners, what do you want? What do you want to receive for Valentine's Day? What is the gift that you want?
0: How about for you, Paul?
1: I can't say it on the radio.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: It's more of an act of service. I also
0: can't do that, but I was going to say touch. an act of service is usually oh. what I look for. And it's it could be, you know, making dinner or it's yeah. going out of your way to do something nice, like clean the house or something like that.
1: No matter what, though, and listen, I do, that, that pose, as for gifts, what do you want to receive for Valentine's Day is my question I pose. But no matter what it is, whether it's an act of service or a night out or a gift or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm telling you this right now. Link it up with a card, mm-hmm. bot, and here's what you do: you buy or make a blank inside card, and you fill that. Write it yourself. Pour your heart into it. Mm-hmm. What do you love about this person? Write them the fill the entire card. Yeah, that's what Valentine's is about: expressing how you feel about the person that you love.
0: And that's what I like to receive too. Well, you're not getting it from me. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> And Liz had a really sweet point, just saying that uh, her and her husband don't really, you know, need to celebrate their love on a particular date. They don't like the whole idea of, like, commercialism and buying gifts and things like that. And I I agree with that. I like spending time with a person over a long period of time and doing things, like, on a daily basis that are lovely.
1: Ooh, do you know what I would love, actually? What is that? Love, actually? The movie on -hmm. on (laughs) (laughs) Blu-ray. No, dummy. I would like... Like uh, like a pair of underwear. Oh really? Yeah. What's wrong with that?
0: I guess that's nice. Yeah, like like a nice lingerie or something. No, like a, no,
1: no, no. that I'm gonna wear no. Yeah, not lingerie like for a, men. You know, a
0: good pair of underwear, like One's sacks the, like, oh, the or nice, something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. good the good underwear.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the underwear cool. that you go to the store and you buy one pair at a time. They're forty five dollars, and I'm never gonna spend that money on myself right. for that. You know, but yeah. like, it'd be nice as a partner thing, and yeah. it's valentines Valentine'sy.
0: Amber says. Amber says that uh, their ex-husband used to give them, like, their favorite type of flower yeah. every year, which is nice. Just to know what their favorite type of flower is, just, like, a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's classic. I like that. I also liked uh, Bonnie's response, I think. Which is that? Uh... Maybe even the most. I'm single as can be. I will be working and <laughs> smoking some nice weed <laughs> and having a nap. <laughs> F gifts and love. <laughs> That's
1: sweet, too. positive outlook. That's really good, yeah. Um, okay, all right. I, I guess the, look at The flowers, though, is a classic, and it's a classic for a reason. Mm-hmm. But now, weed. Ooh, <laughs> oh, a bouquet of can weed? is like, a weed bouquet? Yeah, or, like, a bunch of pre-rolls or something like oh, that? Oh, I'm sure is they that's have some,
0: some deals on Valentine's Day. Right. There you go. I like the fact that, you know, my ex-husband knew what my favorite flower was. I think everybody, whether you're a man or a woman, has one or even a plant or even a cactus. My ex was really into succulents. So, you know, buying them something that's going to last is probably better than a bouquet of flowers. But you know, that was my deal. I love tulips. So, yeah, I think a plant's a great gift.
1: So every Valentine's Day, bouquet of tulips. Bouquet of tulips. Every time.
0: I loved it. Now, when a plant dies, is that like <laughs> uh, is that a thing that you need to worry about? Because like, if I'm gifted mm. a plant, I hate to say it to the person that's giving it to me. I'm like, I'm gonna kill this plant, and I hope this isn't a representation of our love. Okay, let me, can I just tell a
1: story here? Don't too far into it. One time, as a gift, maybe it was Valentine's or Christmas. I don't know what it was, but for a girlfriend, I bought a bonsai tree.
0: Mm. Right. I thought you were going to say bong. <laughs> that I bought her a bong, yeah. She, she's a big boy With is one her, rose in it. For like a vase.
1: <laughs> no, so I bought her a bonsai tree. And because the whole thing with that is that you're supposed to care for the bonsai and tend to it and take really good yeah. care of it right and like clip it and trim mm-hmm. it and shape it and, yeah. and do all those things and the, pay it that attention and the whole thing is that it's supposed to be like as you pay the attention to the bonsai you're supposed to also to the relationship and that's how they both thrive guess what right. the bonsai died and we broke up yeah. like the next day Whoa! so you're right no. Jenny those things are cursed
0: no. well then for me nah. I'm gonna be alone forever because nah. <laughs> I'm not willing to put the care into any plant
1: I don't mean to be crass Mm -hmm. You know, but let me just say, you know what you can do, which is a really nice thing for your love partner, is send nudes. And I mean this from at every level. Mm -hmm. There's like a version of this that's like, guess what? Guess what your partner loves more than anything in the world? You. So – yeah, a little little snappy shot of the old cell phone nudes. Oh. that's a nice a nice gift. All the way up to you can do like really gorgeous boudoir, boudoir shots. You can have like a whole thing done in mm-hmm. lingerie do or whatever. Down to you know what? If someone it doesn't even have to be nudes, but just like even like a nice framed picture of like their face or like our two faces smushed together or something like that. Even that is like mm. so heartfelt. So again, like I'm not meaning to be like
0: send nudes to your crush. Like don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, make that. Sure that they're they're cool with a, a nude photo c- coming c- their <laughs> way. Stop
1: sending pics.
0: But like, yeah, right. Like that's actually
1: very romantical in this mm-hmm. day and age. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it takes uh, you know you being very vulnerable to be able to do that. Well, that too. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, sure. All I'm talking about yeah. This is pretty Locked down relationships. Mm-hmm. And if you're comfortable. Yeah, and it, and it can, you can scale it to your comfort level as well as what you
0: feel good about. You know, putting on film. Or you could just yeah make it a little couples photo. exactly that's why i mean that good idea love that it's a time of the year where uh wildlife photography is all over the place i know that the royal bc museum they have the big exhibit going on uh which is always just a hit every single year hey
1: i really want to go yeah when when does it actually start starts on valentine's day on friday this week Hmm. i am really interested in going to see some beautiful wildlife photography now Because that's just the best. But uh, what is this thing that you sent me? (laughs) There was like a people's poll award. And this
0: picture to me doesn't really count as wildlife, but I guess it is. Yeah, so I guess it's like wildlife in a city, which I kind of like to see. That like the just like the contrast of like seeing something that like an animal in a city is just like a wild thing. But it's two mice fighting. Like it looks like they're fisticuffing. Yes, it does. <laughs> and uh, it's in like the top for the uh, people's poll uh, for yeah this wildlife photography, which I absolutely love. And then also in the list is like two jaguars eating like a huge snake. Yeah, that's um, gross. This one I don't know about this one. This one. It gets me a little bit concerned. It's like a monkey wearing boxing gloves and a skirt. It looks yeah. really sad.
1: It does. It says in the caption here, the orangutan was being exploited for performance. Oh. And like, who knows, like a traveling carnival or something like that. But yeah, you can see the, oh my God, the look on the, on this what do you call it? Ape? monkey Uh, orangutan on this thing's face is like so human
0: and then there's the total opposite side of that too right where Mm. you can see like the negative impacts of like humans and wildlife coming together and then there's this one photo that I just think is absolutely stunning and it's um, of a ranger and a baby black rhino touching noses Mm. and like smiling at each other which is beautiful how about we post this on our zones Facebook page for everyone to check out because these are some beautiful photos but the
1: fisticuffing mice is the one that won I know (laughs) I mean It is funny. I do like that one. It's so far (laughs) removed from what you would consider as wildlife. It's in like a subway station. It looks
0: like a Pixar movie. (laughs)
1: The uh, major uh, demonstration that was happening on the lawn and the steps of the legislature has uh, cleared out now. And there was some news as well, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, the mayor, Lisa Helps, was saying that two of the city councilors who attended the protest Mm -hmm. uh, were not acting on behalf of the city. So that's like a story that's happening in the news right now. But now, of course, as well, it's not just in Victoria or Vancouver and that, Mm -hmm. I think, demonstration also cleared out, but across Canada. There are, like, uh, especially block- blocking rail lines and things. So this thing is not over, but it seems to have cleared out of Victoria, Vancouver for right now.
0: Yeah, it's still ongoing. Of course. Uh, do
1: you know what's, what I find very interesting, I don't know if you've noticed this over the last few days as well, is I feel like, and look, at I'm someone who cares about these issues mm-hmm. and obviously follows the news, but I feel like I learned a lot in yeah. the last few days that I didn't really... Understand about like certainly this specific thing that all these protests were about, about what's so it's in, about the gas, natural gas pipeline, about um, uh, elected versus hereditary chiefs. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of issues going on here. And I just I feel like I really got an education in the last few days.
0: Yeah. And I think what I was feeling was, you know, a, a pressure to like speak out. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have been feeling that too, which is like a great thing with social media. But it also um, it kind of brought up this feeling that I was having. I was like, I don't want to speak out unless I am like educated on the topic and I've done yeah. my research. So it really pressured me to do my research and become educated as much as I can in a short period of time, you know, about the topic. And I, I'm realizing that yeah, this is big. It's a, a lot yes. bigger than what we're seeing in media. And it's something that like we all should dive into it's Canada's history and we don't want to repeat it, you know?
1: Well, that's exactly right. And I think you did a really good thing. Cause I tried to do the same thing too. Like on the air here, we've been, you know, kind of, oh, we've been a little bit supportive, but of course we're just trying to stay neutral, but, you know, I'd never want to shoot my mouth off online, mm-hmm. especially, like you say, if I'm not completely educated. And one other thing I did notice, unfortunately, was there are lots of people who didn't mind shooting their mouths off online yeah, and of who were clearly not educated on the issues here. And I'm not blaming those people. The thought that I had about that was I wish that we had better ed- education in schools about this. Yes. Like, high school. Social studies, we get a little glimpse at these issues and where we are today. But if we're supposed to be entering into this era of reconciliation between these two nations, um, I want, like, in, in high school social studies, like, a really comprehensive look at that. Don't sugarcoat these mm-hmm. issues. Don't, you know, it's like, it's like whitewash them or make them out to the people or heroes or whatever. Like, give me the actual – History of what happened, where we are today, and how that impacts actual things that are happening here and now, up to and including Mm -hmm. these types of protests as they happen. Please and thanks.
0: It's the day before Valentine's Day, which means it's Galentine's Day, according to Parks and Rec. What is? This is a day where you celebrate and support your ladies in your life. Usually it is between a platonic relationship of a woman and a woman. We know the mottos behind that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hoes
0: before bros. Sisters before misters. Ovaries before broveries. Uteruses before deuteruses. Witches before snitches. Vaginas before vaginas. And vulvas before. Well, Paul. 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 I know, I
1: can't really think of anything that rhymes with that.
0: No. Matt
1: says, Shout out to my wife Colleen for convincing me that we need a dog. Duke's keeping me happy and healthier with all this walking. And they sent a picture of Duke. And he's a happy little guy. He's enjoying a sunbeam. Oh he's wearing gosh. a sweater. He's the best he's dog beautiful. I've ever seen in my he's entire life. I love him now. Nose is up Duke in the air. Duke is my dog closes now. Closes his eyes Duke in the home. sunshine. He's, he's love clearly warm and then he comes for home. He's He's on come the passenger seat. You're going to get on me my voice. Come to the radio station. Come home with me.
0: dude, did you get your tickets? Stop with that. No, I didn't. Shoot. We had a meeting this morning, and you both were like, yeah, Rage went on sale. I was like, no, I forgot to set my alarm. So during the meeting, I just kept on... I was in line for the tickets for a general admission. Didn't get them. Yeah. And then... At that time, there was like some single tickets in the bowl and everything. But I'm one of those people that goes to a concert, and if I'm not on the floor, the whole concert, I'm just focusing on like, I need to be on the floor right yeah, now. Because right. I need to move around and I need to be within all the people, which I think the energy in that in Pacific Coliseum is going to be like that no, everywhere. No, I don't think so.
1: No, no, no. In the bowl? No, I think it'll be a bunch of like 45-year-old bro dudes sitting, sitting and uh, like I don't know. spilling their craft beer. Anyway. Um, so oh, I'm sorry for you, but you know what? I don't think, because I know I was with you. It was 20 after 11 when mm, we reminded you yeah. to get in line and you did and you I think had, but you had the same experience that I know that I had friends that were in line at 10 59 ready to go right at 11 yeah is that you saw the little walking man i'm in lineup <laughs> i'm in an imaginary lineup uh-huh and then what did it crash or just sold out yeah some or... people had
0: some issues like with the system like a red message came up and was Eww. like oh try again so they had to start again and it was just like a really difficult process um but if you do have a general admission ticket that you want to sell to me <laughs> hey i'm a good date <laughs> Um, But you know what's great about this? I know a lot of people Uh are complaining about the price. The price is all right, you know, especially because they're donating a lot of the ticket sales to local charities, which is super cool. What was the
1: floor ticket price? Because I know it was the the same. uh, 200 bucks.
0: Yeah, it was 170 for the floor and for the bowl.
1: Yeah. And I know, too, that like as frustrating as it may seem to not go through like a more ticketing system Mm -hmm. they were really trying the band was really trying to do everything they possibly could to keep tickets out of the hands of secondary ticket sellers yeah which believe it or not like would make it even more difficult to get these tickets and
0: that's the thing if they did sell it for say 20 or 40 dollars for a ticket those ticket bots, they're still going to go in there and resell them for the same amount. Of course, but they're just going to get all the money instead of the local charities and the band itself. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I, I think that's well spent. Oh yeah, honestly. absolutely.
1: Um, do you know what I got the message though? Okay, this is really. I'm so sorry because I feel like we're just salting the moon for so many oh, people who yeah. didn't get tickets. Can I just tell you that? Yeah. I got a friend in Ottawa, and he's going to see them, and we're thinking about going with him because we're going to be in town. They're playing like Blues Fest, Rage, and Run the Jewels. No and way! M- dozens of other bands at their Blues Fest get so much tickets Art. sixty bucks. No way! It's just a festival. You just go. Are you going
0: to go? I don't know.
1: Maybe. I want to go see Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> <You're pissed>. uh-huh. <laughs> just kidding. Uh-huh. No, really, we do have a lot of. Uh, uh, a, a compassion for you if you're trying to get those rage tickets. Yeah. And you didn't get them this morning. I totally feel that. That's yeah. brutal. Um and I really hope that, you know, if there are secondary sales cuz like already this morning already what I was doing was, you know, I knew one friend who had managed to get like two sets of eight tickets or whatever and then trying to hook them up with my other friends and and they were like willing to, say, you know, sell me for my other friends yeah. at face value. So I hope you know, fingers crossed for you that you're able to hook up with somebody who's not going to jack the ticket prices up on you and you're able to do that and do a little tradesies. Mm-hmm. I pray and I feel for you. That's hard.
0: Uh, I saw this story and I thought immediately of Victoria and how this would fit in pretty well and get people excited here yeah. in the city because we love kombucha. Are you a big booch drinker? Hate it. You don't like it at all?
1: Hate it. And I know yeah. that I'm not going to get any friends in Victoria by saying this, but yeah. uh, I hate it, and I think the entire process is disgusting. And I've seen a scoby in real life, and I hate it. I he- want to flush it down a toilet or throw it in a river. or uh, it's, it's, it's awful. I, it, it's going to come alive in the night and eat me, it, like envelop me like a blob, <laughs> and then turn me into kombuch. No, thank you. Do not want.
0: (laughs) And they sell it at stores. Um, but yeah, no, I remember when I first moved to Victoria, that was like one of my first experiences with my roommates, was that they were I thought it was just like a moldy water thing that was left on the counter, so I started pouring it out because I was like, Ew, you guys Get your stuff together yeah. We're not living in this mess And then I got yelled at Because it's actually a good thing That's SCOBY Because it makes kombucha And I was like What the heck is kombucha But now I understand it I don't really drink it But I can understand it Anyway The story was That someone has started Making these like Plastic alternatives Like single use plastic alternatives By using the SCOBY Which is the symbiotic culture Of bacteria and yeast And it's actually working pretty well So we're talking like Granola bar wrapper and things like that and make it even thicker for like, yeah, single-use plastic containers that's just completely biodegradable and good for the earth.
1: Hang on, I'm so lost with this. So you're telling me that what are they like take a shave off of of one of these SCOBY things and then can rework that into packaging that would replace traditional single-use plastics and then when we throw that away, it turned, it just uh, biodegrades.
0: Um, similar, yeah, they're not like shaving it off, but they're using the bacteria and the yeast, like the same like fermentation process, to create this sort of plastic like material, and then yeah, they are able to make it into like a like a packaging for food and for other things. Which is pretty interesting. Now, the only setback that they have right now, it actually does work, but it's just, like, making it in mass quantities is what's really difficult. Of course. So they're just selling little online samples if you want to try some at (laughs) home or whatever. But this could be, like, an interesting thing to see roll out. Or, can I counter that? Yes. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Because, honestly, like... Look at I like the idea, how wonderful, and I can probably get beyond that, right? Mm-hmm. But you try and, to to make this go, you have to scale this up to mass production across North America, and you yeah. try telling, <laughs> even in Victoria, you know, I think it would be a hard sell, but you try telling somebody in the middle of the country, um, hey, try this new granola bar. Oh, what's different about it? Packages made out uh, of yeast. <laughs> uh no thanks. Where's the chewy bars? It's never gonna work. Well, just today, the uh, audio from Billie Eilish's uh, theme song from No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie, was released on YouTube. And um, here, I'll just I'll play you a little baby clip of it here and pop it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other. Yeah Okay, so it's a four minute song That's three minutes in it, That's as intense as it gets And it really took a long time to work its way up to that I don't mm-hmm. know, I'm getting a little bit disappointed I, I think I was expecting more Because uh-huh. that to me is like um, Doesn't sound like a strong Billie Eilish song Nor does it sound like a strong James Bond theme song So it's just like I don't
0: know Oh, it was decent It oh, was pretty good Really? Yeah Compare that to uh, I mean, like Adele, Adele Skyfall No
1: right yeah Yeah, that's both that's both of those things that's like a strong Adele song and a rad James Bond theme song yeah so that's what I mean right it's like that's kind of what I was hoping for was like a good meld of these two aspects and it's neither
0: I don't know Hmm. I think it like starts pretty spooky which is expected with Billie Eilish and like kind of eerie but not spooky enough no no
1: I don't think so I wish it would be spookier
0: are you guys going to talk about it on the Geek Pod? Very likely. Yeah, okay. So if you want to <laughs> listen to Paul rant about it, you can uh, go to thezone.fm slash podcasts. Well,
1: people are like, no?
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Was no. I like that? Happy Valentine's Day! Yeah, happy Valum times. Valentine's. Uh, happy Value times. Valentine's. Happy Volo times.
1: Valentine's.
0: Babatabalimes.
1: Goblin Mines. <laughs> Hey, Art. Hey, Curb. We're back. Yes, we are. For the 2019-2020 season of the Canucks. So if you're ready to hear more about the Canucks, listen to Between the Stammers. The Canucks are a little bit better this year. Even though Art still doesn't think they're going to make the playoffs. And count on the fence about it. We're going to be doing a lot of shotgun shakes this year. Well, I won't be. Because Art drinks tea. Yes, I do. Check out Between the Stammers on the Zones podcast network at thezone.fm.